James, the first chapter. If you're there, say amen. If you're not, say oh no. Amen. Book of James, chapter 1, verse 1. James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ to the twelve tribes which are scattered abroad. Greeting, my brethren. Turn to your neighbor and say, my brother, my sister. Count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. Knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. Turn to your neighbor and say, that's something you don't have. But let your patience have her perfect work. Let patience have her perfect work. That you, that, that you may be perfect and entire. Wanting nothing. Wanting nothing. Let us pray. God, we thank you for the spirit that we feel in this house. We thank you, God, for the sweet, sweet evidence of your spirit that is so tangible in this house. And Lord, I ask that you anoint your word as it goes forth tonight, and we know it does not return unto you void. And Lord, let your Holy Spirit speak to and through us this evening. And we love you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. You may be seated in the house of the Lord tonight. Let me. I'm going to break down these four verses for you real quick, and then we're going to be hitting some verses. I'm going to have a few demonstrations for you um, to liven it up if I get boring to you. But we see, starting specifically in verse 2, that he says, My brethren, count it all joy. Now, now let's, let's back up real quick. Verse 1, he says that he's writing... That he, that he is not only writing to the, the twelve tribes scattered abroad, that he, he states in, in the first verse that he is a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ. So therefore, we can determine not only because we know the history of the Bible that James is a disciple of Jesus, but we can determine that he is a follower of Jesus and a Christian. So when he says, my brethren, in verse 2, he's saying, my fellow Christians, count it all joy. Count it as joy when you fall into diverse temptations. That word temptations in the Greek can not only mean to tempt, but it means a putting to proof or an experience or it can mean adversity. So count it all joy, not only when you fall into diverse or many types of temptations, but when you fall into many types of adversity. When you fall into many proving times. Count it all joy, because he says, knowing this, that the trying of your faith, the trying or the testing is what that word means of your faith worketh or causeth patience. That word patience there means consistency in the Greek. 
It breeds in you discipline. Why is this important for the believer? Is He's saying that all the tribulations and the temptations and the trials that you're going through in life are not meaningless, but there is a purpose beyond the pain. Because it is working and it is causing you to grow and it's causing consistency or patience is how he puts it here. It's causing patience to grow that God, I may not not know what you're doing or why I'm in the situation that I'm in tonight or or why my family is going through what they're going through or or why is our nation in the turmoil that it's in. He's saying that all this is working and it's causing you to become consistent. It's causing you to grow. That the trying, the testing of your faith is working patience. It's when the the world is going crazy that you know that, God, I I may not understand what I'm going through, but I realize uh, because I'm a believer in in, in, in Christ uh, and I'm a believer in the Word that I'm reading to you tonight, that God, that even though it may look bad and I may not understand the temptation and the trial that I'm going through, I know that it's doing something. Say with me. He says, but let patience have her perfect work, that you may become perfect or complete and entire. What that word entire means, whole. That you would become complete and whole. Wanting or lacking nothing. Lacking nothing. There are times and trials in our life that we don't feel like we have peace, but as we're going through the times and try, we, we have to push into the place where we have peace because when we push into that place, the next time a, next, a new trial, a new season arises and there's new difficulty, you'll know how you broke in and, and experienced peace in the last season. You see, it, it's doing something. It's, it's a teaching situation. And I'm going to encourage you tonight because I believe that many, and I'll preach for myself, I, 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 I could divulge a lot of information about uh, what has been going on and transpiring in, in my family in the last, in, in the last week. It, it's been a very difficult time. I'll just say that. And, and many people do not know nor need to know what has been going on. But, but I, I want you to know that God began to speak to me today. And He began to tell me that you, you may not uh, understand. Uh, you, you may not understand the time that you're in. But I gave you instruction uh, and remember the promise. I gave you instruction and remember the promise. Remember, remember, Jade, that, that as James describes to us here, that, that this tribulation, this temptation, it is doing something. Let me, let me illustrate something for you really quick tonight. Garrett, I'm going to, we're going to play a great game uh, similar to Simon Says. I'm going to tell you to do something. You're just going to do it. And here's what I'm going to tell you, that I, you, you may not know the next instruction you're going to get, but you will be rewarded at the end. Okay? You'll be rewarded at the end. 
You don't know the plan, but I'm just going to give you instruction. You don't know what everything you're going to do. You don't know what it's going to look like or how it may make you look. But there is a purpose because there's a promise at the end of this. You, you don't know what it's going to look like. So the first thing I want you to do is I want you to stand on that chair. Stand on that chair and face the congregation. And I want you to flap your wings like a chicken. There you go. Okay, okay. Now I want you to jump off that chair and go and run and jump on the chair behind Maddie. Run, 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 run. There's a reward, okay? Now here's what I want you to do. I want you to run back up here. Run, 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 run. Okay, now I want you to do a cartwheel. I want you to do a cartwheel. It's instruction. There's a purpose. You don't know what it's going to look like, but I'm giving him instruction. That's, that, you know, it's okay. We'll work on that. Maddie can show you a few things. Lexi and them, they'll take care of you. Okay, now here's what I want you to do. I want you to go over and sit next to Pastor, and I, I want you to tell Pastor that you love him. <laughs> All right. All right, now come here, 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 come here. Hustle, hustle. I want you to run to Keaton and Emma. I want you to put your arms around them. Tell them that you love them. Okay, now come up here. Come up here. Come up here. I want you to just roll. Just roll. Just roll. Just start rolling. We're holy rollers. Okay, you're good. You're good. You can stand up. You can stand up. You can stand up. Okay, I embarrassed you a little bit. But see, he didn't know what it was going to look like. He just knew that there was instruction and that I told him that there was a purpose. There was a purpose. You can keep that. You can go sit down. Give Garrett a hand tonight for letting me embarrass him. He didn't know what he was going to have to do next, but he knew if he wanted the promise, he was going to have to act in obedience and have patience uh, that, that even though I may look a little funny, even though I may be doing things that are out of the ordinary, even though I may do a cartwheel and I'm not comfortable doing a cartwheel, that I know that He, he promised uh, me that He would be with me uh, and that He promised me that there would be a reward at the end of this. I, I just want you to, to catch this with me. Uh, but the, that James is saying there is a reason why why you're going through the tribulation and the trial that you're in because patience through the Holy Spirit is doing a work in your life. There are things that I don't understand that's going on in my family right now. There's things, there's a season of my life I don't understand what, what's going on. But the Lord began to speak to me at work today. I didn't have a message. I didn't know what I was going to do. I had a very trying two days and, and, and we all go through that. I'm not saying boo-hoo me but the Lord began to speak to me and he said if you give up now are you willing to settle for less than what I promised you are you willing to just say God I've been praying for it for 30 years and it's never happened he said listen that tribulation that trial it's working something in you he said I'm trying to make you per I'm trying to make you complete I'm trying to make you whole I'm trying to make you the saint of God that I've called you to be that when everybody else doesn't have peace, you have peace. When everybody else doesn't have joy, you have joy. Why? Because the purpose is greater than the pain. I want to encourage you tonight. 
if you turn your Bibles, you don't have to turn there. I'll just read it for the sake of time. But if you did turn to your Bibles uh, in Genesis chapter 22, uh, you'll find uh, Abraham. uh, And we we all know Abraham. The Bible tells us that he's a great man of faith. He did all these great things. uh, But he was a man uh, that did not have a son. uh, And we know that he tried to open doors for himself. He tried when he didn't have a son. Him and his wife conspired. They said, why don't you just sleep with my servant? We'll just try to make something happen. And I'll be honest with you. There are times in my life that, Sister Sarah, I try to make things happen. Out of God, God told me, listen, I'll bring the promise. You don't know the plan. You just need to follow my instructions. You don't know where I'm leading you. You just, you just know that I'm going to meet you. I'm going to direct you. You just listen to me. You just wait on me, uh, and I'll try to make things happen. Uh, I'll say, God, well, well, I thought it would be here, uh, and I thought you would move there, and, and God, I expected you to do this here, uh, and I will let you know I say it all the time. Uh, I tell our young people, just because God uh, did not meet our expectations uh, does not mean that God failed us. Uh, that just means that Jay needs to die to his flesh a little more uh, and get into the good and perfect will of God. Uh, I need to let him transform my mind a little more uh, so I can see and know uh, what his word and his will is. Uh, But we turned uh, to Genesis chapter 22 uh, and Abraham that tried to to have a son uh, in an illegitimate way. It came back uh, and and to bite him the blessing uh, was not going to be on Ishmael. uh, But God came and visited him uh, and told him uh, that he would have a son uh, with Sarah even though they were at an old uh, age in an elderly stage of their life. God said I promised you don't try to open doors that I have shut and don't try to close doors that I've opened and he said I promise you you will have a son we read through Genesis we find that he has a son he names him Isaac but here in Genesis chapter 22 I want you to catch what verse 1 says and it came to pass after these things that God did tempt Abraham I want you to notice that. The devil didn't tempt Abraham. God did. Tempt means that, that word means to test. Listen, I know the devil is, is, is trying to wreck and destroy everything. I believe there is an adversary. But I want you to know that even though the, 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 the powers of darkness and the powers of evil has plans, you better believe that God has plans. Uh, and the Bible tells us, we just sung about it, that He's a good, good Father, right? He's a good Father. He's Abba Father. Uh, let me know. Uh, let me tell you this uh, tonight, uh, that I have a Father in, in the earthly sense. Uh, and I will tell you that, uh, that Brother Chris, I didn't always follow instruction. Uh, but because he was a good father he did not spare the rod and did not spoil the child and he corrected me why because he knew that that listen that Jade if if you want to inherit if you want to to be a man of God if you want to be a good man there are things there are corrections that are going to have to come to your life there are things I'm going to give you my dad would give me responsibilities he would place on me things to do tasks to do why it was not because he was a bad father he was testing uh, my commitment my character and my ability he was developing me and he says that God did tempt Abraham and he said unto him Abraham and he said behold here am I 
And he said, take now thy son, uh, thy only son, Isaac, whom thou lovest, and get thee into the land of Moriah. And offer him for a burnt offering upon one of the mountains which I tell thee. And Abraham rose up in the morning and saddled his donkey and took two of his young men and Isaac his son and clave wood for the burnt offering and rose up and went unto the place that God told him. God was testing him. And he said, you know that thing that you waited for and you waited for and I promised you. He said, I want you to give it back to me. I want you to offer him as a living sacrifice. I'm not talking about crucifying our flesh. I'm talking about literally kill him. Surrender him back to God. We find that Abraham, I, Pastor, it, it doesn't, it doesn't. It doesn't say that Abraham questioned. It doesn't say, he doesn't even respond back to God. All he says is, here am I. God says, listen, I want you to take your son to a mountain that I'm going to show you and I want you to kill him. And it never says here that Abraham said, but God, that's my son. God, that's my son. That's that, 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 what, what I want you to understand here is that Abraham was listed in Hebrews chapter 12 as a great man of faith because he knew he had been with God and had relationship with God long enough that even though I don't understand the temptation or the trial that I'm in, I know that God can deliver and provide. And we, he goes up to the mountain and his son, I mean, it's just got to be the awkwardest conversation you could ever have his son saying, hey man, we're preparing everything for a sacrifice. Uh, what, what's what, what's going to be sacrificed? Uh, and his father says, listen, the Lord will provide. He never told him, I'm going to kill you. Because he realized that if God is leading me through this path, even though I don't understand why I'm going through it, even why I don't understand why I didn't get it, even when I don't understand why I didn't do this and I didn't do that and I didn't inherit this and, and this person didn't show favor on me and, and that person didn't show favor on me. God, I don't feel like I'm favored in this hour. But, but no, 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 Abraham didn't do any of that. He said, listen, this is what I know. I know God. I know what he's told me. I know the relationship that I have with him. And if I, I want you to realize, he said, I will surrender everything to him. I'll give him the things that he's given me. I'll give it right back to him because I know that he will provide for me. He was willing to surrender everything. Pastor, I begin to realize, and this may be elementary to everybody, but I begin to realize that even when I don't know the plan and all I have is instruction, that even when I don't know the plan, Brother Brian, I need to surrender to the plan. Not so much surrender to the plan. I need to surrender to the planner. 
God, I don't understand, but I submit myself. God, I don't get it. I don't understand why this nation is the way it's in. But God, I know you're doing something. And that's what I want to preach to you tonight. The banner of victory. The banner of victory. Pastor, the banner of victory. This was something that was brought into battle. Many, 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 many cultures would list on a banner. They would list their victories, and 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 the Romans would would have a, a logo for every uh, for every uh, uh, legion, and they would have a number, and it would be signified on that banner, and. And all these things, the banners were very significant in warfare at that time. And I want you to know that the banner of victory for the church in this hour is surrender. Cameron, calling you in. God began to show me. That our victory is determined on our surrender. You see that Abraham did not understand what God was doing, but he trusted and had faith in God. He realized that this was the trying of his faith. And he took Isaac up there and he just said, he didn't say, I'm going to kill you. I'm here to murder you. I'm giving you back to God. No, he said, the Lord will provide. And many of you know the story that he goes to kill Isaac. And there was a lamb that was provided, caught in the thicket, a ram caught in the thicket. And he even names the place Jehovah Jireh. Saying the Lord is our provider. But it goes on if you read in verses 15 through 18. You'll find that God says because you have withheld nothing. I'm going to bless you. You see you don't understand what's going on right now. But he's saying just follow my instructions. Surrender to me and I will give you the victory. Listen, you you have to understand what I'm saying tonight. He said, Abraham, because you withheld nothing from me. Because Abraham said, God, my banner is I surrender. I'm not waving an American flag. I'm not waving a Christian flag. My flag is the white flag of surrender. My banner is the banner of God. I don't understand, but I surrender. I submit. I don't know why they tied. I don't know why my finances are this way. God, I don't know why my schools this way. I don't know why my relationships are this way. God, I don't know why my family's this way. I don't understand, but I surrender. I surrender because it's doing something. But Abraham's not the only one. The Bible tells us of a man named Moses and, and all of us know about him and, and God spoke to him through the burning bush. He goes to Pharaoh. God performs signs and wonders. Uh, Brother Chris, he does all these awesome things uh, and we find that, 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 that he leads them out, that God delivers uh, through Moses and Aaron. God delivers them uh, out of bondage uh, and we read in Exodus chapter 14, uh, now Pharaoh has changed his mind uh, and he says, listen, I'm going after them. Uh, I'm going to get them back uh, and they're backed against the 
wall um, at the Red Sea. Uh, Brother Brian, there's no way to go. Uh, they don't know what they're going to do. But, uh, but, but, but what happens uh, is Moses stands up uh, and he doesn't even, God hasn't even told him uh, to lift up his staff yet. Uh, God hasn't told him to divide the waters yet. Uh, he just begins to tell the people, uh, I know the enemy's out there. Uh, I know that there's stuff going on out there. Uh, but you need to be strong in the Lord. Uh, you need to be still and know that God uh, has brought us out of captivity. Uh, that God is going to get us through this. Uh, and I want someone to hear this tonight. Uh, if God is powerful enough uh, to save your soul, uh, I want you to know that He's power enough uh, to lead you through uh, the valley that you find yourself in. Uh, and before God uh, revealed the plan to Moses, uh, He gave him instruction. Uh, he said, calm the people down. Calm the people down. He said, you need to go forward. Lift up your staff. Raise it before the waters. Divide the waters. Because God is about to make a way out of no way. Listen, Moses understood that God, I'm being tried. God, there's tribulation. There's temptation. There's adversity. But God, I count it all joy because you're doing something in my life. Church, he's doing something. Your pain is not pointless, but it has purpose. We find that Moses goes on and he leads the people. A generation passes, we know, 40 years in the desert. It's time for a change of leadership. And Joshua's there in Joshua chapter 1. Uh, and they haven't crossed the river Jordan yet. Brother Keaton, and, and, and he, the Bible literally, it almost gives you an image of, of, of Joshua's state. Uh, he, was, he was most likely very nervous. Uh, Moses had always been there. Moses had always been the leader. But now Joshua was the man. And God was speaking to him. And he said, man, uh, I will tell you, if you don't go to the left, uh, if you don't go to the right, what is he saying? If you'll follow my instructions uh, and surrender to the plan, uh, he said, I will be with you. I'll be strong. I'll be mighty for you. And, and, and he crosses the river. He sanctifies the people. They cross the river Jordan. And they're there and they face Jericho. And he tells the people, I've just got to go alone. I've got to pray. And he finds himself before the captain of the Lord's army. He falls down and he worships. And God begins through this captain of the Lord. Many people believe that this was Christ. A preeminent Christ that showed himself because Joseph or because Joseph because Joshua fell down and worshiped him uh, and he worshiped him uh, and, and and the Lord began to divulge as you go into chapter 6 uh, of Joshua he said listen uh, I know you don't know the plan but I'm about to give you some instruction uh, if you want the promise of God which is the promised land uh, he said you've got to follow these instructions uh, I want you to march around the wall six days like you don't know what you're doing uh, I want them uh, to think a little of you. I want them to realize that, that you don't fight your battles the way everybody else does. That you don't just come out with a sword and a shield. Listen, there's so many of us. They're so We're so busy fighting our own battles on Facebook. We haven't spent time enough alone with God to give it and surrender it to Him. 
so he can fight our battles. And, and they weren't trying to do anything. They weren't trying to, to, to conquer in any man-made way. And I wonder if some of you may feel like some of those men that walked around that wall six days and said, God, nothing happened. God, I don't get it. Why are we walking in circles? God, I feel like I'm not getting anywhere. But listen, Joshua realized that God is doing something. I don't know what it's all going to look like, but here's what I know is I trust and I surrender to the plan and the planner and that God said on that seventh day, the seventh time around, we're going to shout and we're going to see things fall. We're going to see things change. Church, there's someone in this house that needs to begin to shout and needs to begin to rejoice because God said, I'm taking you out of one place and I'm putting you into another. That thing that has been standing in your way is not going to stand there much longer. Your banner of victory is your surrender. They'll come to the music tonight. They sang that song. I love that song, Psalms 23. It never gets old to me. Never. Listen to it all week. But Brother Cameron, the real Psalms 23, I mean, if you read out the text, shows us the heart of a man that was surrendered. He says, Lord, you are my shepherd. I shall not want. He says, you make of me to lie down in green pastures. Okay, it's all beautiful. It's all, it's all glam. You make me lie down in green pastures. You leadeth me beside the, the still waters. Chris, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. You, 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 you restore my soul. You, you lead me. Paths of righteousness. See, he's leading. He says, Lord, you lead me in paths of righteousness for your name's sake. It's beautiful. Sister Blanche is beautiful. Psalms 23 is just beautiful. But then he says, Yay! Look at your neighbor and say, Yay! Now say it with attitude. Yay! Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. What he's saying is, God, you, you've led me to beautiful places. God, you, you've led me by the still water. God, you've restored my soul. But even when I'm in the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. What he's saying is, I'm going to surrender. I trust you. I don't understand. I don't understand. While I'm in the valley of the shadow of death, I don't understand. But he said, you are with me. Your rod and staff. That rod and staff for a shepherd was security. It was stability. It was a weapon. Your rod, your staff, they comfort me. And he goes on and he says, even if you prepare a place for me in the presence of my enemies. You, 
you've, you, you've even put me in a predicament, God. Listen, this goes back to what we read in Genesis 22 and 1. God tempted Abraham. He said, God, you prepared the place. You prepared the table in the presence of my enemies. But I love this. He said, but you've anointed my head with oil. My cup overruns. What that word means in the Hebrew is is that my cup runneth over is actually one word in the Hebrew and it means satisfied. I'm satisfied. I'm full. What David is saying is I've been given instruction. I'm going to surrender to the plan. And even in the middle of the tribulation, through the trial and the adversity, through in the presence of my very own enemies. He said, in that place, I realize that you've anointed me. He didn't anoint him. I want you to catch this, Sister Terry. He didn't anoint him in the green pasture. He didn't anoint him by the still waters. He didn't, I'm not saying that he wasn't anointed, but he said, God, I feel your anointing in the presence of my enemies. That anointing, Isaiah says, there's an anointing that will break or destroy the yoke. Why do you need the anointing to break and destroy? Because there are times you find yourself in the midst of enemies. He said, you've anointed my head with oil. My cup runneth over. He said, because I know this. I'm just, I'm paraphrasing. But he said, because I know this. I know that mercy and goodness will follow me all the days of my life. What he's saying is, doesn't matter what what you go through, Royetta. He said, mercy and goodness is going to follow you. You want to know what that looks like? Maddie, help me. Riley, help me. Your name's no longer Maddie. It's mercy. Your your name's no longer Riley. It's goodness. Follow me. No matter where I go. If I'm doing cartwheels for Jesus, mercy and goodness, they're following me. I'm in the valley of the shadow of death, Brother Ethan, but mercy and goodness, it's on the way. It's right there. I don't understand. I don't understand why my father's having the health problems he's having. I, I don't understand. He's had to go to the ER two times this week. Uh, uh, me and my wife, we don't understand. I don't understand why, 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 people are, why, why, they, why, why, why people in my family are dealing with sickness in their body. My grandmother's been sick, uh, been, been very sick. Uh, my, my, my wife's been, hasn't been feeling well. There, there's an infection in her ear. There, there, her ear swelled up. It's almost swelled shut. And I, I don't understand. I don't understand uh, why. I, I'm not talking about my... I'm just, I can talk about the situations I'm in. I, I don't understand uh, why I have to meet with a surgeon next week. I, I don't understand uh, why, why this little 
ailment keeps bothering me. I don't understand why, 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 why my finances are this. God, I don't understand why, why this is happening and that's happening. But God, this is what I know. That in July of, 20, uh, in July of 2017, I was praying in my home in Hillsboro. And he said, I need you to go to Connersville, Indiana. You and Sierra are supposed to be there. And he said, you may not know my plan. You may not know how you're going to get there. But I just need you to follow. I just need you to follow my instructions. You just need to surrender. And surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Thank you. Thank you. I don't understand. Why my baby has to have therapy. I don't understand that. Don't. Chris, I don't understand. I preach faith, but I feel like I don't have any. Just being honest. I feel like I have any. But I know what God spoke to me. Sitting at work by myself. He said, are you willing to settle? Is this where you want to stop? Jade, is this where you want to give in? Remember the promise. Remember the promise. I can, I can take you to the note in my phone. Two things that God told me. Well, he said, go to Cottersville. One has happened. But the second one God promised. So you go to Connorsville, and this has nothing to do with Jade. This is, he says, but you will see awakening. You will see a transformation. I've only divulged that in private. But I want you to know. That in my lowest point, I, I was pretty low. But Garrett, I felt like a failure and he met me there. I felt like I... I mean, there, there was days I turned to Sierra and said, put the house up for sale. We'll move to the beach and be beach bums the rest of our life. I don't want to be a beach bum. I like the mountains personally, but... Happy wife, happy life. I said, let's just sell it all. There's been conversations. My wife calls and she's crying. But through it all, if you'll stand with me across this house, through it all, I don't know what it was, but God, the only thing it could be. We were sitting in Gloria's house last night, and I looked at Sierra and Gloria, and I said, I don't know what it is, but I have peace. I said, whether we win or lose, I'm okay with it. Because Marcella, the, the purpose didn't change for me. The promise didn't change, just the direction. The goal, the destination was the same. If you look at the children of Israel, they just went in a big circle for 40 years. 
A lot of change of direction. But the promised land was still in the same place. It never moved. Now, I know, Cameron, you've been standing up there a long time, and I appreciate you, but we have to begin to raise a white banner. Say, God, I surrender. I don't know why I didn't get this. I don't know why that didn't come through. I don't know why that, that they're sick and I afflicted. I don't, wanna, I don't know why that, 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 that we're in Connorsville. But here's what I know, that there's a purpose for me being here. And I'm going to count it all joy. When I fall into divers, multiple different types of temptations and tribulations. Because it's doing something. I learned something. Me, me and Cher learned something about our marriage this week. That it has to be rooted in God. We, we learn, we, we've learned to trust. We've learned to surrender all. So I want to invite you to these altars tonight. To raise a banner. In your spiritual life. Say, God... I'm going to stop trying to understand it. It, it. Listen, I believe it's okay to ask questions. I believe that's part of relationship. You ask questions. Go to the Word of God and find answers to your questions. And the answer to my question this week was, Jade, when you're in diverse temptations, count it as joy. It's doing something. So I want to invite you to raise this banner with me. Could you just lift that up? Just lift it up. Who's with me? God, I don't, I don't know why they're not saved yet. God, I don't know. We've been praying for 30 years. But God, I'm, I'm surrendering. And I'm going to follow your instructions. And I'm going to surrender to the plan. So I ask you to come to these altars tonight. And just say, God, I give myself away. I surrender all because it's doing something. Paul said this. This is it. I'm, I'm done. Paul says this in 2 Corinthians. He said, God, I've asked you to remove this thorn in my flesh three times and you haven't done it. And God spoke to him and he said, listen, don't you understand that my grace is sufficient for you? And that my strength is being made perfect in your weakness. And, and, and this is what Paul says. I'd rather, and I'm going to paraphrase for you. I'm going to give you the unauthorized version of Jade here. And he says, uh, I would rather glory in the fact that I have problems. Why? Because I know if I have problems uh, that God's power is resting upon me. That I know that goodness and mercy are following me. If I have problems, uh, that means that I'm going forward. So I ask you to come to these altars tonight and just say, God, I surrender. I surrender. I surrender. I don't know why school's this way, young people. I, I surrender. I don't know why it's this hard. I surrender. I, 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 don't, I don't get it, God. I, I don't understand why, why, why my marriage is this way. But God, I surrender. I believe what your word says. That you're making me perfect. You're making me whole. And I'm going to come out of this lacking nothing. 
Hi everybody, it's Pastor Jade Abrams here. I want to thank you for joining us today. And I also want you to connect with us. You can find us on all the social media platforms listed below. And we would love to catch up with you, hear what God has spoke to you, and continue to follow us. And we love you and God bless you.